Welcome back, folks, to It's About Your Paycheck. We are the first step on your financial wellness journey. I'm Brian Escobar, my partner. Walter, Walter William Luckham III. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. is It's About Your Paycheck. Yes, sir. <laughs> How you doing today, man? What's good? I'm good. I'm good. Excited. What are we talking about today, by the way, before we get caught up in, in jibber-jabber? Year-end um, tips. For employees. Yes. What should we? Yeah, that's a good one. Cause we, as employees, we have some things to do. Like I, oh, I, as a payroll person, I'm always telling you all the customer, right? You guys are our customers. We're payroll professionals, HR professionals, mm -hmm. and everyone out there is our customer. And what we always say is, Hey, go do this, go do that. And we you have a part in this, right? That's, they have yes, a yes. We, we as the employee have a part to play in our own information. It's our own data, our own, yep. our W two, the money, our paycheck. As we continue to have this conversation with colleagues and people, period, in the world, they're really excited for us to do this show. Mm. And not only that, California Assembly Bill eight hundred, they're mandating this type of education in California to school 11th and 12th graders go figure we're on the right track well yes we are yeah we are right on the right track right. there we want to talk about some year-end stuff oh i'm going to start it off right i'll do the first six yeah. we have 13 things to think about it's just a list of items that we think that you gotta keep yeah. in mind as year-end lucky number the, 13. yeah yeah it's a tip it's just a list of tips and best practices to consider for instance, mm -hmm. personal information, you want to update your home address and your contact info, right? It's important for, one, it's your W-2, right? If you want your W-2, and depending on, I don't know if it's in here in a different one, I'm sorry, but it made me think of whether you want to go digital or have paper. Yes. That, if your system has the option, you will find it. If, if you go now this time of year, if you really, if you don't find it, ask your payroll and HR department if they have that yes. capability. Because your home address dictates where your W-2 gets mailed. Yep. So that's important, right? Contact and, information. And, What's up? And to, and to your point, if they're, even if we have the correct data in the housed in the payroll system, if you elected to have to receive an electronic version of your w-2 and you did not know that like you could be expecting it in the mail yeah. oh it's a good call yeah <laughs> because in onboarding or doing your new hire process yes. you click all oh, paperless to yes. press paper. paperless yes yep. go you green could have that yes so many they could have said it a few different ways but so you may, if this is the first year with the company, right? You Or no, yes. maybe even, yeah, but amazing call out because yeah. we get those calls and we'll get those All help time. tickets in a few months, whereas I don't have my W-2. Yep. And internally, uh, yeah. So I was about to get on to the wrong side of things, but yes, that you could have no. clicked that option way back in the day. I was going to go there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To the payroll professional. Yeah. We, we're always talking to the payroll professional folks. We are talking to you. It's about you. No payroll professionals. We're talking to but, the employees. We're talking to the people. I, I will say 
Whoa. that a good payroll team okay. should should notify your their locations of, of the people that have elected to receive a the electronic. Oh, wow, that you're raising the bar. Okay, that's fine. Though. That's for payroll folks. Yeah, yeah, they should let you know. But you should go. We're talking about you guys now. We yes, we have to go and check it. If if you don't have an amazing team that has already told you, <laughs> but you, this is where you would find it when you go update your home address. This is why you update it. If you really want to be digital, because in my opinion, it's dangerous to have your W two floating out there. I think I'd rather print it out myself and control save it down from my company's website. I like the digital portion of it because I think it restricts how much exposure it has. But that's me personal. I'm sure it can be argued. And again, contact information. We're still on number one, folks. We're talking about your phone number, your email address. These are really basic things. You wouldn't believe how hard it is for us to get some of this information from y'all. But think about it like this you're going to miss out on some key information that you do need that you will get hurt from. Oh man, I missed it because I don't have my email address updated at work. I don't have my phone number updated at work. Think about this. If you're in Northern state or not even any state where weather is an issue, if sometimes your job is closed, like how are you staying in to, like, how are you staying up to date with your jobs closing open? If the weather is an issue, this is the way they tell you, hey, the facility's closed today. Don't come in. Think about it like that. So you don't want to, I'll be mad if I trek, if I commuted across town and I get there and the facility's closed and all I, and I, I missed the notification because I don't have my email or my phone number updated. I'll be real mad. Yep. Two, your tax elections, right? So this is, yes, this is that time of year, those uncomfortable things. The W-4 is a pain in the butt. We have a, a great tool for it. Our, one of our colleagues, that payroll guy, developed something for you all, the customers, us, for us. So reach out to us if you want. We'll share it. But it, it Or look him up, that payroll guy, online and Google him. And he had go to his stuff. He has it out there. It'll help you fill out the W-4 and understand its impact on your money financially, right? If you don't have, not everybody can afford a CPA. Not everybody yep. can get good advice. The payroll guy, the IRS.gov has yes. a calculator the tool. that you can, yes. you can the calculator use as well yeah. to estimate. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Your tax elections. This is the time of year you want to, if you're playing around with your taxes to make, get more money, this is when you want to play it back so that you can pay your taxes. And this is when you want to do that estimator deal and figure out, are you going to get money back or are you going to pay? Cause then you may need to save money, right? Okay. Be intentional. Let's it's year end. The number one thing should have been planning. We're just talking through a list folks. So I get, I'm getting, I get, this is my favorite show. Oh, sorry. Payroll people. I'm lying. I'm kidding. And I'll, and I'll edit this tax elections is number two. You want to make sure that you're updating your personal life events, if that's it, because that also impacts things. You want to review your current elections, and you also want to see if there's any potential credits or things that you could take advantage of, right? Mm -hmm. Shoo. A lot. 
look, they make that tax book burdensome and big for a reason because there is a lot of savings in there if you can take the time to go through it. Retirement contributions, number three, as we're talking about things to think about for year end. Retirement contributions, like basically if your 401k is at work, they have limits to how much you can contribute during the year. So you might want to look at it just to see if you've hit your limit. Like maybe you didn't notice, but you stopped contributing to 401k because we all have that bad habit. What's the classic bad habit? Oh, I don't look at my pay stub. I just get paid, right? What's up? How would they check that? Who should they go see? If what? If, if they notice that their contributions have stopped or, or they want to find out what that max contribution is, what that limit is. So right? good, great questions. Yes. So it's a combination of your HR payroll department, right? To get the fact, hey, what's going on? I noticed my 401k stopped mm-hmm. and hopefully they have a good answer. But to keep them honest, you want to look up irs.gov, right? They have all the breakdown of what your contribution limits are every year. They publish it every year. So it's very easy information. So you, you would look at 401k contribution limit. Google that phrase, 401k contribution limit. And so, yes, and that works. That should come up and you should go to the, to Brian's point, the IRS. Yes. There might be some other stuff out there that may not explain a lot of, it yeah. good and stuff like that. Like they had their IRS. own interpretation of it. Go yep. to the IRS. <laughs> IRS is the source of truth. They literally yes. dictate the rules on 401k. So yeah, well saying everybody Re- reposts it and reprints it and republishes it on their site. IRS is the gospel. IRS is the is your system of record for these rules. Yeah. So if you if so again, how I can't can't tell you how many people we talk to that do the same thing. Oh, I don't. What what pay stub? I don't get a pay stub. Yes, but there is being one. There is one being generated for every direct deposit that you have. Mm-hmm. There is a pay stub. So you would want to look at that as well. Okay. You want to look at your, when it comes to retirement contributions, also understand your employer match. If they have a match, you want to understand what the employer match is. I've been thinking more recently, like I think folks should get it. I used to be of the mind, oh, I'm not going to use my 401k at work because they don't match. And I think that's an ignorant stance, right? I think it's, if you're really serious about having money in retirement and planning for your retirement, you take advantage of that pre-tax benefit from your job because it is a pre-tax benefit. We'll have to talk, circle back on pre-tax benefits because that could, I, that's probably a whole show. Or we talked about it a little bit in another episode. Yeah, we did. So it's a pre-tax benefit that you want to take advantage of. And two, it's a good habit 401k should not be the end all. It is mm-hmm. a, a tool that you add to the uh, one of the many tools you should have as a retirement strategy. We'll, um, we'll create a we'll create a show, and it may not be this verbatim, but the pros and cons of 401k. Oh Something. yeah, oh definitely, I, oh yeah for sure. And I, I'm trying to, and I think while we're waiting, folks, is that I want I really want to get like a 401k expert. I'm talking to a few different folks now to mm-hmm. see who's the right person for us. Yeah. Cause I want to give you guys, I don't want 
to bring somebody on that wants to sell us something that they have for sale. I want to bring someone on that genuinely wants to teach us about 401k, regardless if we're going to buy their product. You know what I mean? So for the people, this is the, this is the show for the people. Number four, year end best practices, year end good tips is your check your, if you have a HSA or FSA, which is flexible spending account or a health savings account. If you have either one of these accounts through your job, if you have them, right, you'll know what they are. But if you don't know what they are, it's in regards to medical insurance. They're accounts that help you with the medical expenses, okay? You want to check your balances there to make sure, because they have, this is one of those things that have like your benefit year end and then it, it resets at the new year. Okay. So you may not know that. Right? What was up? No, go ahead. Good one. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking about it too. Like crap, this is actually a really good one because if you do have FSA, you usually elect an amount, right? Meaning you choose how much you want come to come out of your check. Yes. During your open enrollment for benefits, which usually happens for all companies around now in the next few months, it usually happens in Q4. Some folks do it earlier, but most companies open enrollment is a time where you get to choose your benefits again, right? If you're at a company that affords you this, right? So it's one of those deals. So if you're, if you pick amounts during this time frame, but those amounts change every year. So this yeah. is the time that you need to go look at your amounts that you've chosen that coming out of your check every month. Again, if if you have FSA, if you have HSA, go and look at your balances to avoid losing money. Use it or lose it. Okay. Don't want you don't want to lose it. So this is one of those things where you can lose money. So be mindful. Man. Plan for the future. If there's money you lost, that means you gotta adjust. If there was not enough money, I remember some years with FSA that I didn't choose a, the the right amount. I didn't mm-hmm. choose enough to come yep. out of my check. And I ended up losing a little bit on that end, like not being able to take advantage of the benefit. And then some years I chose too much. And mm-hmm. then you got to try to use it all up. If not, again, lose money. Yeah. Okay. So use what you've learned by reviewing these balances to adjust for the next year. Yep. Number five is performance review and goal setting. Oh, yeah. You know, you want to reflect on what you did for the year. I think this is really what's up. Yeah. Some companies have year end reviews for the employees. So I think this is speaking to that. Okay. Not, not necessarily this a the typical mid year review. I think this right. is speaking to those companies that have those year-end reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that that that's cool. Yeah, if you have a year-end review, you it's going to go down. But I think it's a good opportunity if you're career-oriented mm-hmm. that you take this time and reflect on your performance throughout the year. Another tip that I have is you should do that all year long. You should be tracking those good things, your performance that you've done all year long. Track it. Type it somewhere. Write it in a book somewhere because it, when it, it's good for, I don't think we do that enough for ourselves to, to, 
to keep our, yo, we're good at this. Look at what I've done. I had a review one year, one annual review year end. And my boss said, you had a good year. You didn't have a great year. And I was like, I just implemented something by myself. What do you mean? How could that not be a great year? Yeah. But I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have, I, when she said that, or he said that, I should have said, I was just like, wait, I should have like, wait a minute. What do you consider good or great? Cause this is what I did. Yes. That's a great call out, Brian, because right? you, you should have, it's, we encourage you as an employee to do exactly what Brian said, take your own notes, uh, uh, record your own accolades, your own accomplishments yeah. throughout the year. Yeah. Because the review that you get may not prompt you to do that or mention those things like, That's hey, right. this year I completed this year. I can did this year. I yeah. did that. You're waiting on somebody else's feedback. Yes. Of you. Oh, yeah. it's like Brian, it's like Brian said, like his, his former boss or whoever gave him that review. Like it was all right. You did all right. This year. You, you, you was all right. Yeah. It's basically what they said. You was all right. You did good. You did you good. All right. so, yeah. But and yeah. guess what? That impacted my bonus that year. See? And I didn't speak up. See, I didn't speak up. So if you, if again, cause this is really, if you have professional goals and you want to, you want to build, if depending on where you are in your career, if you're still growing in your career, you, I think it's, I think it's important for us to, I, I haven't started doing it yet. So I'm, I'm still trying to, hey, don't take it. I'm preaching. Nope. I haven't started doing this piece yet for myself either. Not, yeah, not in any intentional way. I try to update my resume when I think of it. But even that is, people don't do it until they need their resume. Then they're scrambling to think about all the things that you've done in the past, whoever, how long, right? I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked, but I think this is worth talking about. Absolutely. We're talking about us as employees, and this is what, the platform, right? What did we say in one of those old shows out there? I think it was on the main show. It's about payroll. We we were talking to the payroll professionals, but this goes for you as an employee, right? Because they're employees too. We, well, we're, yeah. we're payroll professionals. We're employees, right? You are your own brand. Yes. Thank you, you are your that. own That's Exactly right. Brand. Yes. So if you are your own brand, think about that. When you think about from a, from a consumer standpoint, from a, 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 a retail standpoint, like yes. those brands put themselves out there. They, they, they right. have analytics and all this they stuff that they track. They don't forget to tell us about themselves and no, how they don't. great they are. Exactly. My point. Yeah. You need to want to join your own bro. brand, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. That is mm -hmm. exactly right. And, and I'll leave you with number six training and development, because if you do believe in yourself and you have been ticking and tying all year long, documenting your wins, celebrating your wins all year long, guess what? You yeah. need to learn new stuff too, right? Identify your skill gaps. Like right now, again, continuing on this self-reflection from your performance and goal setting, think about, all right, how good am I at my job? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Is this the, is this what I want to do still? Is this what I want to do still? I made a, a jump recently to HR side, although it's the, the flip side of the same coin. Like we talk about it. It's 
but I still have stuff I have trained. I now I got to learn new stuff now. You know what I mean? So it puts me in an uncomfortable place because I'm like, oh man, I got to now have to and develop myself. Yeah. You want to identify where if you have any skill gaps, if you there's things you need to learn and plan for some training, get some classes, get some webinar. Hopefully you have a good support system like your bosses and your company supports continuing education so that when you're in these new situations you have time to to grow into it and learn new things and this will it'll help you develop new opportunities develop new skill sets you never know what doors you open when you invest in yourself invest in your brand yes yes don't Invest in your brand. Don't be afraid to invest in your brand. In your brand, absolutely. Right. And another part of training and development is, which is very if cool. If you're a social person, professional memberships are cool because, if social or not, but one of the social uh, benefits of it is like they'll have meetups and network events. You could go out. I'm going out soon to a network event at night, so I'm looking forward to that. It's like at a steakhouse or whatever, and it's cool stuff. You have chapter meetings and things like that. Look, even and if you're not a social person, and it's good for just to have on your resume, hey, you're part of this chapter or that member to that professional organization. Just add it to the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to pass off the rest to my partner. All right. I got seven through 13. All right. Yes, sir. So number seven. Time off and vacation planning. Unused vacation days, right? Yeah. Check the remaining uh, vacation, keep your balance and plan them, plan to use them before the end of the year. Because a lot of companies, they may have some carryover, but, or maybe not. And so depending on what your company's policies are, you want to make sure you, uh, almost similar to what Brian said about the HSA, right? Use it or lose it. Yes, like, that's what I was just yeah. thinking. Yep. Yeah, and, and so you need you want to make sure that you're aware of any carryover policies. You want to make sure that if your company has a payout policy with with PTO that or sellback policy, you want to make sure that you know about that because sometimes they may have oh, it. Oh yeah, they may have it in the handbook. Ooh, because, that's right. Because you neglected to read all the handbook, Imagine. you're oh. missing out on that stuff. Oh my god. And, um, or if they have a form in place that you need to fill out to sell back some of those things because I work for companies that you can sell back your PTO balance, but you'll get half. Me, yeah, me too. Right? You get half of it. And so you need to understand and plan for those things. But if you, ha- if your company doesn't allow for a payout policy or anything like that, use your time. Yeah. Use yes. Your yes. Time. yes. Be mindful of your time. That's another thing that you really need to do all year long. Mm-hmm. And Request your days off. Plan in, plan in advance as much as you yes. can. Your employer should encourage you yes. to take time yes. off to recharge, to get revitalized, to yeah. come back with that new, fresh energy. So you can yeah. do your best. They should, this, it's been for too long. Corporations in America have used the burnout bottle. Well, keep working until you can't no more. They don't care. Yep. Uh, some don't care because they'll you right i'll have you replaced in a few weeks like you're just literally, you know. literally a boss told me you're just a butt in the seat yeah see and i'm sorry for the sidebar here but 
vacation it got me thinking about a lot of things right like vacation don't be afraid to you should be in an environment to that you could healthily request days off vacation that shouldn't be a problem i like we were talking about bonuses earlier i read once as a benefit a company they encouraged them they would give them a budget to go on vacation nice yes so i like that kind of model and you could if you're building a new company me and Walt building a new company so we can we have the luxury of building in these new things from the ground up it's very hard to do this when your company is 10,000 people and you're a very fortune 500 it's hard to make these pivots sometimes and it costs so much cuz now you have to apply it to everybody but mm-hmm. i like the idea of getting built into the compensation already that there's like a few thousand dollars every year pool bonus something and it could be like and i think this company allowed them to expense a a, a, a bunch of a, a, a certain amount for their vacation so imagine mm-hmm. that right you spend a few thousand dollars on vacation but your company is letting you come back and let you expense the airfare and the hotel and mm-hmm. right and the food like how cool would that be well, getting money back because i went on vacation yeah. hell yeah because what made me think about it is when you said that hey you need to refresh you need to reject um like companies should know that is valuable for your people to have that experience of rest and recharge if sorry for if, the side no if you are in your best state mentally physically emotionally yes. if you're in a great state that's better for the employer but yeah exactly way better for the employer because exactly focused you're more engaged yep and it, it's a, there's a downstream impact for that for the employee, yes. employer and yes. for your career as well absolutely right? great absolutely. call out on that per, that perfect segue about your bonus stuff going into number oh, eight you you're go. in bonus planning understand your bonus structure Know how your year-end bonus is calculated, plan for the financial impact, and allocate funds wisely. So some of you may not know, there is a supplemental bonus tax rate out there. Yeah, yes. To pay on bonuses. And so if you get your bonus, you're like, hey, how come my federal taxes so much on on my bonus? Or not enough, depending on how you pay taxes. It could be not enough. Yeah, it could be not enough. So like, how come like my taxes are what they are on my bonus? And it's different. It's a different rate than what's on my regular check. You want to know that the IRS will let you know, because again, the IRS is the barometer of all things, pay taxes and stuff. So they IRS has stuff on bonuses and stuff like that, but your employer or your payroll department should also have some language or some knowledge about what those bonus tax rates are for you. So you want to make sure that you get proper planning. What's up, bro? And just to call it out, folks, because you might be like, why are they doing that? That's a pain in the ass. I hate that. It's like somebody's listening and they're like, oh, I hate that shit. Every year they do that to me. Blah, blah. They, we do it, folks. And and I don't know, whatever. IRS allows us to do it because of we don't know everyone's tax situation. Mm-hmm. So the IRS says, look, because you don't know, we're going to let you just do a flat supplemental pay rate. It's not your regular earnings. So we don't have to use the tax election that we 
you normally do for our W-4, for our W-2. We don't have to use that because it's not regular earnings. It's not hours work, blah, blah, blah. So because of that, it they allow us to do this supplemental rate. Did you want to share yeah. something? Well, no, that's it. Like, right. you were right. I just posted something else on the notes here. Basically, you saying what you were saying. Okay, yes. okay. It's, cool. it's, it's in addition to your normal salary, normal earnings. Right. Yeah, so that's why they're, they're taxing that because it's considered a supplemental income, yeah. supplemental it's, wages, right? And your job likes it because we, then we don't have to deal, about, deal with the arguments. After the fact, everybody, if we didn't do it like this, oh, you did it against my tax rate. This is going to mess up my taxes. And then there's all kind of implications. And then all of a sudden, everybody is a CPA and knows it. So it just keeps it uniform. Yes. It, ke it gives your team, your payroll team, the ability to say, hey, we use the IRS supplemental tax rate. That's oh, it. So they get to default and kind yes. of easy, uh, easy type of strategy. So just to let you know what some of the examples are of supplemental income, just real quick. And before I move on, that can be pet passive rental income Ooh. bonuses that we're talking about extra bonuses. commissions. Um, okay. or in a broad sense, even some side income. So you say you do Uber in the yep. afternoon, the, yep. like they may consider that supplemental income for you. So it's something to consider, right? Yeah. So each type of supplemental income is su subject to different tax treatments. So you want to know how your supplemental income is taxed. I I like what you put here. Supplemental income is generally money you earned outside of your regular paycheck. Yes. Pretty straightforward. Gener keeping word generally. It's not, yes. you said, no, all this is legalese stuff. So just bear with us, folks. Yes. Just to... Yes. And, and so we're just giving you a broad sense. Broad stroke. Yep. For, for, your, for your specific scenario, you want to go and check it out and do the research for yeah. your scenario because my and Brian's scenario is different. It's different. It's going to be different. Yes, please don't compare this. to. I think that should be in here too. Don't compare to your coworker what your year-end thing is. And you know what? I'm sorry. I got to call this out too. <laughs> I got to call out trans because I, I keep thinking about pay transparency and what is quick to Brian, pay transparency. You can't say that. And I'm like, no, no it's not that. It's just like, Pay transparency is for our company, first of all. That's for them when they post a job that they have to put the range of what that job is paying. Pay transparency does not mean that you get to talk to your coworker about your pay. That's not what tra pay transparency is. Yes, it's, it's not. It's not. But what I'm saying is that we, we have to be careful with that, with what we say, because we don't want to make it seem like we're trying to discourage people. We're not. Unionizing, and that's not what Brian is oh, saying. Oh gosh, right? no! Brian is not saying. He's not saying. Oh, oh we gotta put your... disclaimers in. Yeah, yes. we gotta put disclaimers. That's in. not what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, no, not at all. I, I'm all for pay transparency the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, keep so that what, in mind. So correct me if I'm wrong. What you mean by this is, you and I make the same rate, Brian. Yeah. Right? You have a different scenario. You have absolutely. Like you're, yeah, you I got have kids. Tax elections. Yep. I don't have that, so I can't be like, "Hey, me no. and Brian, we're paid the same rate." How come? Like, how come Walt's check is more net pay is more than yep. mine? Yep. 
That's what the difference may be. So I'm paying family rate for insurance. That may come out of my check. And that's not right now. That's none of his business. That's what I have to pay. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why our rate. But he, but I could be. Wait a minute. Why? How come yes. he's getting more? I don't yes. know what he not is coming out of his check. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Brian, but I've had employees reach out to me and they've I've had twins, a set of twins reach out and say, Hey, my sister and I make the same thing. Your sister has a dependent on her taxes. Yep. Your sister has a dependence on her insurance. Yeah. And that person, I have insurance too, but yeah. You got single and she has yep. dependents. Family. Like there you beneficiaries. Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's so many different nuances to pay. Yes. You want to identify yes. the stuff for your own. Yeah. Now, again, we're not trying to discourage any unionizing or anything like that. You got to do what right. you got to do at your work environment. But we're saying from a, a general standpoint, you these opinions be do not support or it. deny anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. Number uh, nine, health insurance and benefits. So you spoke to this a little bit. Open enrollment. Open enrollment. Yes. You have to pay actively in open enrollment to select yep. the best health insurance and benefits for the next Ooh. year and wellness programs explore wellness programs this, oh yes that's that might be I a, like that what one was better. that what was that eap uh, employee assistance programs yes yes like yes. explore those wellness programs offered by your employer it, and, and see you may not know your employer offers an eap or that's wellness right program. that's right even if they don't have insurance those are pretty cheap or free to have right. so sure. reach out because it, it could, there's, again, there's a lot of help that folks don't realize that's for free. Mm-hmm. Something here that popped for open enrollment that I bet is a thing that's confusing with our customers, with you all. Active enrollment versus not an active enrollment, passive enrollment, they, they call it. Yes. What the heck is that? That's an open enrollment. I didn't learn it until I started working on the HR side. I'm just learning things too, folks. But active and an active versus passive means active is like it forces you to re-select everything that you selected or not select on your on your insurance, right? Let's say you have medical, you have dental, you have vision, you have life, you have blah, you have everything, right? Mm-hmm. 401k, every day, FSA, HSA, all the good, all the bells and whistles, all the pre-tax deductions. Take advantage of pre-tax deductions, folks. If you have all those things, a passive open enrollment will just enroll you right back in, right? An active enrollment, if they force an active enrollment, you have to go reconfirm everything. So one of the notes says here for the passive part is mm-hmm. that it says that, so this is a key point. So they say it happens all the time where yep. employers That's right. switch benefit providers. Oh, right? yeah. Pays insurances. Yep. So even if they do that with the passive enrollment, mm-hmm. they will auto mitigate you yep. to similar options. Yes. Yes. So, oh, this is similar. Then we move into this one. And from blue this to gold this because yep, it matches a little yeah because it's similar similar keyword similar oh and i think the call out here is like what wall said participate actively in open enrollment so even if it's going to be the same 
go in and just look at your things. Make sure that your gold plan didn't get. And I actually did that one year at, at, at work and it happened. We had to do that. We just pushed everybody and it didn't work out for everybody properly. Go be an active look and review. Make sure everything is good. And you never, oh, another reason, you never know when your company's offering new benefits that they didn't offer in the past and you can go in, oh, wow, I didn't know they had this. I want this now, right? Yeah. So things like that. And I know, guys, it seems, oh, I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that. You shouldn't. You should have. Are your brand. Yes. Got it. Like, yes. This, this is all a part of that. It's all a part of it. That's right. If you think about that, like you, this is you protecting your brand, you yep. having as much information, getting as much knowledge as, as possible. This yep. is all part of that, man. Absolutely. I love that, man. That's a great call out. Number 10, legal and compliance. So basically review your company policies, familiarize yourself with any changes in the company policies, handbooks, compliance with, that are relevant with laws and regulations. Ethics and conduct, refresh your understanding of the company's code of conduct and ethical guides. So basically, you can find all this in your employee handbook. Ooh. Right? I got a call out for handbook too. Go ahead. It's more of a, okay, it's a story. Is that, is that okay? Go ahead. All right. You said handbook made me think. I'd look, okay. How can I say this? No, nobody reads the handbook. Right? You glance through at best. Uh, Exactly. But I was watching, gosh, draft day with Ke Kevin Costner yeah, recently. Yes, yeah. I, you've yeah. seen it, right? I know you've seen it with yes. sports buffs. So I, definitely a movie we've seen. But anywho, they, they, there's a scenario in there where they talk about recruiting a player. And one of the things that they use to judge these players is the question, the answer to the question. Did you read the playbook we sent you? Right? They mail the playbook to all their draft picks. So I'm sorry, folks. Draft Day is a football movie, NFL football movie, and they, they take you through a day of, oh, wow, a day of what the NFL draft looks like and the behind-the-scenes things. Da, 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 da. So anyway, they talk about, the scene where they're talking about how they vet their candidates and how they judge them. And they say, oh, we send a playbook to all the top candidates we're considering for the draft in advance. And then we call them and say, hey, have you read the draft book, the playbook? And based on their answer and then their follow-up answers, we know what type of character they have. Now, the, what they did in the playbooks is they taped a $100 bill at the end of every playbook that they sent out. So when they asked the question, have you read the playbook? And they judge them on whether that yes. Oh, yes. Heck yeah, I did. Thanks for that $100. Or they say yes, but then they don't comment on the money. And then they follow up and say, hey, what about the $100 at the end? Oh, yeah. So now they judge you twice because you come clean. And say, what? Oh, I didn't read it. Dang, I'm sorry. Or they double down. Oh, yeah. Oh, $100. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yep. Now, they're they using that as a character. But my point is, 
as corny as it may sound, there's $100 in that employee handbook for you. It, it, it may not be taped there literally, but there is, I promise you, something in there that's worth that $100 that you need to know that will impact your career, your time at that job. Yes. yes. And yes. go ahead, oh, share, share, share what no, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Walt shared some stats here. An estimated 60% of employees avoid reading their company and avoid. Come on, 60%. According to the survey, 50%, 57% of employers also found it challenging to train managers so that they could enforce reading the handbook. That, so, it's so better they, now. I wonder if this is a little outdated, but it's better now. It is challenging, but I what? Mean, what are you going to say? Oh, I got this stat from something that was an article from last year. Recent? Wow. Think about that. We're saying over half, more than half of employees avoid read reading Avoid it. reading the handbook. So it's just like, you you may just sign it. Okay, hey, you sign it. Yes. Yeah, like, yep. All the time. Click. Yeah. Accept all. Accept then, all. Click, click. Yeah. And then over half of almost 60% of employers on the opposite side have issues getting their managers to say, hey, go read, telling their employees to go read or the enforce handbook. the handbook, yeah. right? So it's interesting, right? So, which is why we're saying, we're telling you, you should take the initiative yeah. at yourself, your yeah. own brand again, yep. to go that's right. read and educate yourself. Yeah. Like Brian said, that yeah. $100 that's in there. It's in, in there. Handbook, I promise you. Go read it. You just got to read the handbook. It's in there. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Number 11. We're almost done. Number 11, networking and relationship building. Connect with your colleagues at their holiday gatherings and events. Yes. Attend holiday gatherings and events to build relationships. Try, yeah. Express appreciation to colleagues who have supported you. So this is fostering a good work environment with your colleagues, yep. right? As much as you can possible, like possibly, like there might be some people that you just don't mesh with from, from a personality state because it happens, right? We're going to have people that have different personalities, different viewpoints, but you want to make sure that you still connect in a professional way, at least, and show them that, hey, even though you are the way that you are, I appreciate you. Don't say that, but I appreciate you. Don't say, hey, even though you are the way that, even though you are the weirdo, like just tell them, hey, I appreciate you, all your efforts and stuff like that. And keeping me on my toes. So I'm like, oh, that's like, hilarious. Yeah. You know? All right. So number oh, 12, I'm sorry. personal development, reflect Yo, funny, and bro. plan, reflect and plan, reflect on your personal achievements and areas for growth, set personal development goals for the coming year. This is going back to what Brian shared earlier when he was going, like he said that he had a boss that told him, Hey, you didn't, you did. All right. You, you, I. He was like, because, but because Brian didn't, in that scenario, because Brian didn't prepare himself going into that. I have the documentation. Like he didn't have that reflect. He didn't plan on those things. Yep. He set himself up to, to get that and to really not come back and rebut and say, like, hey, yep. <laughs> like, hey, I did really good. I, I think I should get my full bonus. Yeah. This year. Yeah. This is yeah. why. Oh, on go, on go, the go, contrary. Go. Yeah. For, is what I some, did. For some time now. For some time I've now. Yes. <laughs> I've been noticing. Yes. All right. And then the last part is document and save important information. Again, this is all 
year-end tips that we're giving you. And, yes. and like it's, this is stuff that you don't necessarily have to do just year-end either. You can do this throughout all the, the time. Year, all, all the time. time. Brian said earlier. So number one, save those pay stubs and W-2 forms. Your ADP, not ADP, your payroll provider, oh, payroll provider yeah. could have a solution where you can just go online or go into the app and, and get all those forms and stuff like that. Even if you're a terminated employee, you should still be able to go into ADP with your access and still be able to get those stubs. Mm -hmm. I keep saying ADP, keep going into your system mm -hmm. and your payroll system and get those information that you need, even if you were termed last year or a couple of months ago. Right? Absolutely. So you're able to pull that. And if you're able to pull it, save your own copy down for your yes. own record. You know what I'm saying? Encrypt, yeah. Have a safe Encrypt, place. Yes. To keep um, things. Num uh, number two of the, number 13 here, B, receipts and expense documentation. It's important to keep your receipts. We're not talking about receipts like Deion Sanders says, well, I keep my receipts when people talk trash <laughs> about it. We're talking about actual receipts. <laughs> Is that funny? You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep yeah, your receipts. Documentation. For, yes. Yeah, documentation for any, if you have your own business, Keep your business business related expenses for potential tax deductions. Like you can write stuff off as an employee. This say you are fully remote, right? And you have to pay a cable bill or an internet bill in order for you to be able to do your job at home. You might be able to write that off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, so keep those expenses in mind. Keep your receipts is very important. So by following these, all these tips that we gave you, these 13 tips and additional ones that we gave you, employees can, you, you as an employee can assure a smooth transition into the new year, both professionally and personally. And you can always consult with your HR or tax professionals for specific advice tailored to your individual circumstances. Yeah. Anything Absolutely. else you want to add before we shut it down? Yeah, a couple of random thoughts here. It says we were saying, hey, go out network relationship building, go out and connect with colleagues if you can, right? We want to be mindful of folks that have what social anxiety and things like that. If you're that person, maybe you want to call your EAP to get some help and talk about some options there. I'm not sure what that person does. The ones that have social anxiety that should. You do? Do you mind sharing? Because I, I remember. Sure. So for me, I, I experienced, I won't get into the story of what happened was in the military and experienced a certain event that happened with me. It impacted me to the point where it created a lot of social anxiety. Like I, I, I didn't understand what was going on with me. And so I would enter a room and there would be a lot of people in the room and I would just start sweating Oh wow! Like, and, be, and be really in the bed. And I would have to wait. So let's say we had a team lunch. Our, our corporate lunch, there were too many people on there. I would wait until everybody almost cleared out. And then I would go get my food because I was just so anxious and I didn't understand why. So the thing that helped me was go. one to identify the root cause of it. Okay. And, and I was able to do that through a combination of reflecting and getting some therapy for myself. Okay. People like to shy away, especially for me, especially in communities of color. I feel like people like to shy away sometimes from self-care and therapy and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's this thing called exposure therapy 
and you may have to do it in micro doses, right? You may have to just go out and interact with people and, and get yourself that exposure if you can, if you're able to. Sometimes for some people, it's really crippling and they can't, they don't leave the house. They yeah. keep all the wires closed. Well, that's what I thought about in this. Oh, go out and network, build, connect with colleagues. Ah, uh, it might be hard for a lot of people or some it people is, or whatever. Is. Just wanted but, to I, give those folks like, hey, guys, there's options too. And maybe it's just sending an email to, hey, thinking about yeah. you these holidays, have a great yes. time sending yes. my love. Like, oh, wow, I, I would like that. I, I that, That's okay. thoughtful to me. I yep. would be fine. Text, the calls. Yeah. Be careful with the group text. You want to be careful. With oh, that. gosh. That's yeah. a whole nother. I'm not a fan yeah. of unofficial. I say it walls loud because I say it all the time. I am not a fan of these WhatsApp groups that develop from work. Mm-hmm. Not a fan at all. That's not official. They're, they're very unofficial and they get, it's a breeding ground unless, of nonsense. Unless you're on a work device, right? Because they. Uh, no, it still can't. Unless what? Even more so don't be on a WhatsApp. Unless your company has an official way to do these things, those mm-hmm. groups are dangerous. Right. And I'm not saying dangerous, like life threatening dangerous. It's dangerous, the drama, the BS that happens and people who leave the company. There's no way to regulate it. It's just horrible. I'm sorry, man. I'm getting off topic, Brian. Another show. <laughs> another show. That's another show. Yeah, I'm not a fan, guys. I'm not a fan of the WhatsApp things. Networking, personal development. Yep. Document okay. safe. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it, that was it. You, I, thank, thank you for that. Thank you for bringing that up. And I think that. Sorry to sidebar. No, I think people don't really take that into account. And I think where working remote has helped, I think that may have helped those people who have those social anxiety issues, right? Or the social, social anxiety struggles. It may be easier for them to interact with their coworkers because they're not in office. They're not in the same space. Yeah. Yeah. So for some people, this is the best for them. Yeah. This yeah. is the best of the, oh, I'm at home. I, ain't gonna, I don't have to worry about anybody. I can still talk to them and be fine and not have yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you could do a Zoom. He could do a Zoom yeah. thing. Yep. That's a way to, uh, yeah, I'm getting off the thing, but I'm like, so there are options. There are, there, yeah, there, there's ways to be inclusive there. But no, thank, that was cool. I love the little sidebars we had along the way. Yeah. Little cool information that we share. Oh, that's the other one I was going to say for documentation, the year-end thing. This is a personal one that I do. I, don't, I guess it falls in documentation. Oh, receipts, keep receipts. I One, I do keep receipts. And I'm trying to pay my kids to organize them for me and they won't do it. My son did it once and he's like, because it is a pain. It's like a horrible job. So, yeah, and I'm thinking about a scanner and those cool scanners where I'm obsessive about the receipts and stuff. Don't Mm -hmm. judge me. (laughs) But, oh, the tip was like, what I also do is download any transactions that I have, bank transactions or debit card, credit card, anything like that. All your financial transactions, you should get a grip, like all get them all into one place. Ideally, you know how to do like a spreadsheet. And and it's great to create your own little view of what you spent in the year, right? Because again, this is about your paycheck, your first step in your financial wellness journey. Budgeting is definitely a part of that. Yeah. Tracking. Budgeting is forward. 
tracking is backward. You need to do the tracking to figure out what the budget is going to be. You don't want to create, uh, I'm sorry, sidebar, but it, it, it all ties in. You don't want to create like a budget of, oh, I'm only going to spend X amount for food every month. But it may not be realistic. You might have, you, you may spend more than that in a month. And what's more realistic is the tracking of it. And then you cut it down from there. Well, yes. To your point about the budget piece, right? Mm-hmm. There's a stat out there. I think we read it in one of the other shows. It, or we discussed it in one of our yeah, yeah. Uh, side conversations. Uh, it costs more now due to inflation. It costs more now to have the same standard of living yes. that you were used to just a couple of, several couple years ago. A year ago, two, yeah. Yes. So like to your That's point, I just want to talk yes. about the budget piece. Just remember you, you, you may have to spend that on food. Yeah. And I have no choice you, because yeah. of inflation. Yeah. And you, and you don't realize if you're not doing the tracking to see what you've been mm-hmm. spending for the past three months, year, I would just go, you want the whole year, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, and you do different things for different, different time periods for different reasons. So you go back the yeah. whole year to see what you spent on an annual. And then you yeah. divide that by 12 because that's what you're probably spending. Money. That's what you're averaging out. Yeah. yeah you, great problem. Yes. Yes. And if you want to just see like what to, to your point about what to Walt's point about rates and inflation, just look at the like last three months, last month of what those rates were. Cause that fluctuates so much. The beginning of the year prices, yesterday's prices are not today's prices. Yes. So yeah. be, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. The tracking of it all, the details of it all gives you so much information. And it could be overwhelming, but these things are so important. Again, if you are getting on this financial wellness journey with us, that it's necessary and it's helpful, man. I'm telling you, it's help. And I said it in another show, me and in my household, we cut out coffee because one year I did the tracking when I first started doing it. We realized $3,000, $4,000 on Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. That was the budgeting episode, the budgeting, those episodes. Yep. Yes. So we cut that out. Yo, we saved that money. What is that? What is that a a month? Let's go $4,000 divided by 12. That's over 300. 300 bucks a month. Think about Mm -hmm. that. You can Mm -hmm. go on vacation for that, depending on the size of your family. So little things. And now. 333, 33, 33. See, it's just little steps, folks. Mm -hmm. If you don't do the tracking, you can't find the things that you're willing to give up or not. You know, do the tracking to set the budget. And then you you do the tracking to build the budget. And that's where the documentation part comes in. And it just came to mind that, yeah, that's one of the things I do. At the end of the year, I, I just get all the financial, everything we spent during the year. Yep. And it's uncomfortable. My family doesn't like it. My, my daughter got really mad the first time I did it for her because it was the first year she worked and I had access to her financials. And I said, why are you doing that? She was like, why are you doing this and showing me this? And I was like, because can you do it? And she's trying to set you up for success. Trying to exactly. And hers was a little straightforward, right? It was the first year of work, expenses are not every then but my 
share with my wife and that's what's like that's you this is you this is you yeah you should do it man it's, it's good practice it's good yeah i'm just so i'm just trying to make it lighthearted. yeah so this wall is like wrap this up bro i'm hungry um no, 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 no. oh i am hungry but oh yeah, yeah exactly yeah, i'm sorry but Walt about to get hangry on us so we won't let Walt go but yeah folks i would just want to share that little bit of like personally it's it is it's a really great exercise i love data and how i like to let it help me make decisions not drive yeah, it 100%. yeah brian brian has a nickname at work he's called the uh, data daddy yo you <laughs> hilarious this is not my nickname at work <laughs> it's not i got called a good data janitor once yeah that I like, data junkie, DJ, data, a DJ, DJ, data janitor. Oh, I got the headphones too. What? Wait, what? Yeah, DJ BS go. There you go, or BS. Anyway, <laughs> that's you. You said that. All right, all right folks, man, it's a great show. Thank you for checking us out. Go check us out on itsaboutyourpaycheck.com. If you're a payroll professional and you like this show, but you want some more, something more geared towards the payroll profession, go check out it's. It's about payroll.io for more information. Great things coming. Happy holidays to you. Yep. And we love you. And we we'll be in touch. You.